Welcome to Educators with Oil. I'm your hostess, Ronette Bradham, here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Thank you for joining me today. What I wanted to discuss today is something that I've heard some people talk about, things that I'm uh, working on, and I just um, really got a, 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 I don't know if it was a question, it was, I joined a teacher's group, and this is so funny because I already had these notes because I spent time trying to outline what I would talk about in the next coming weeks. So, and it was one of the questions that I had is what we should do to be better teachers. And then that was one of the, that was the mission statement for this group that I've joined of that we should work on being better teachers and not work on or struggle with what administration and outside influences have uh, on their agenda. So that was just, I skipped over a few of my topics and jumped over to here. I was going to talk about um, student improvement as a result of changing the way we do education. And that is like what I'm working on right now, but it all ties in to being a better, better educator. And so uh, I just want to say, let, let me give you a couple scriptures first so I can just move into it because... Um, we want to be better teachers, so that means we're going to have to do something new. We're not going to be doing the same old, same old. Remember, I know I keep on saying this is a new year, a new you, and what are we going to do to make changes, you know, to actually have a new year and a new us, right? So this is what I have. I have a scripture. Everybody, I don't know if you studied the Bible, you've been to church any, any amount of time, you're going to hear this scripture. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. This is coming from New King James Version. New King James Version. Uh, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Be behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. And rivers in the desert. That is, uh, I mean... Stop thinking about what you did in the past, what other teachers did, uh, who, what, what the old principal said this is to do, the old administration, uh, old way that you've been doing things for the last 10 years, 15 years, however long you're teaching. Uh, look at it, see if it's working, right? See if it's working. If it's not working, forget that stuff. Start new. Do something different. Um, this is what God's doing for us. Let's do this for our students, for our, ourselves, because we want to be the best teachers. How about we commit to that? Being better teachers, not only better teachers, compete against yourself. Um, I have this um, group, another group of men. I'm in a lot of groups. And one group in, in the, and the head of the, the, the person who started this group, he said he's gonna, his goal is to be the best podcaster. And that's my goal, too. So you, I'm working on it. But my goal also is to be the best teacher. I want you to look for me and say, that is a darn good teacher. That's the way you talk. Um, that's a good teacher. That's one of the best teachers around. You think of the best teacher around, I want you to think about my face. I want you to think about me. So that's what I'm working on. So I'm finding strategies and um, what I can find, you know, to what I can learn from someone else. Um to be a better teacher. So I that means scratch what we've been doing because we still have students, majority of students in my district, probably not yours, you probably come from this great district, but um, 
where um, this computer, this light is going in and out. This is a bad podcaster right here. My light's going in and out. I needed to use a different computer. Um, next time I use my iPad. <laughs> um, so we have to figure, stop doing, you know, what didn't work. That's my thing. Don't do what didn't work. Let's do what does work. Figure it out. And I'm going to give you some ideas in a second. And um, so we're going to have to do some things that we never done before. That's the that's what I'm trying to say. And Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen. Um, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So we are already Christians. We're looking listening to this because we're Christians. You could not be. This could be your way to becoming a Christian. Right? I don't know. But just say God is giving you something new to do. That's the same thing as you're going to be a new person coming into the new year. You're going to be a new person trying to be a better teacher. So forget about the old things. You're a new creation. Put in new things inside. Well, I talked about New Year's, uh, put in old wine, uh, new wine and old wineskins. No, we're going to be new wine coming into this new wineskin. Right. So forget about the old things. Let everything become new, come fresh and ready with the, your a good agenda. Um, let me give you one more, baby. One more. Hmm. Oh, nah. I, I want to use it. I'm going to use it. This scripture I just saw is it's really not, but it's, it's a good scripture. We could fit it in. Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on a new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So we're going to make that fit because we want to be new, right? And we don't want to have things that didn't work. People are giving us ideas that are not right and not righteous because you know we can get people could tell us to do things in our classroom that are not even righteous i mean you could say i'm not doing that because this is against my religion period this is against what i my belief system right so put off all that stuff renew our mind we're gonna be fresh uh i keep on saying mindset we have to change our mindset but we're gonna be cleansed by god there's a oh there's a scripture um let me find it. And then I'm going to go on to it. Uh, who do I have it right here? Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to find it. Not that. I, I'll just use this one. I, I'm trying to find um, Be Renewed by, uh, I'm not even going to say it. Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart, give you a heart of flesh. So he's going to solve, God can soften our hearts. You know, sometimes we're tough on our students. You know, we are so tough on our students. Um, and and um, we have old ways of, of doing. I, I watch people have their students working on the same thing all day working through lunch through recess you're going to finish this come on now let's soften our hearts you don't want to do that tell your boss to have you stay in overtime at work through your lunch working you're gonna have a fit you're not going to do it so we need to be 
renewed in our minds and our hearts, have softened hearts for our students because we want to find a way that works for them, that they can learn. That's our objective. We're there to serve them, not them to serve us and to uh, meet our agenda, our not even our agenda, our stringent rules. We have rules. You got to do this or you can't take a break. What? How? How? Why are you frustrating a student like that? Me and Shanae talked about that too. When it's time up, it's for math. Time up for math. Time up for literacy. Time up for literacy. Working on phonics for 20 minutes a day? Stop at that 20 minutes. I mean, unless you're all into it, but not because they didn't learn it. So you want to get them, I don't know what, because if they didn't learn whatever you're trying to teach them in 20 minutes, they're not going to learn it right now. Just review it. Quick review, and then go on to the next thing. Then when you come back the next day, review, and then go on to the next thing. Like, come on, teachers. We, we got to be better. And and I don't know about you, but I want to be the best teacher I can be. So um, that's it for that. Okay, so one thing that we have to do is we have to focus on the subject matter and um, student learning, right? Today, I said the other day, my students had a hard time with uh, double-digit subtraction. How are we going to get to triple-digit? We can't get past double-digit. So they had a hard time. So we have to regroup. And I'm working with them on that. So I have to focus on the objective because we finished a whole little unit, a whole little section, double-digit subtraction. Not all of them got it. Like some get in, some don't, and then most of them don't. They can't just take a test on it and say, oh, I mastered that. They can't. So I had to stop where I am, and we have to do it again. And we have to learn it in a different kind of way. So I came in with all my manipulatives from last year so we can learn it. And then they're getting it, then they're not. Then I had, it only was today. So tomorrow, we're going to review. I gave them the manipulatives to see if they can get it on their own. If I say, okay, give me six tens, now subtract. 21 tens from 21 from that and but you have no ones how you gonna do it figure it out let's see what they could do they could <laughs> they could do it they could do it some could do it adding and, and taking away and counting 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 but they couldn't use the manipulatives that i had i had tens and ones and they i don't have, i don't know what you want me to do they were subtracting upside down all that right so then I, I gave them, I showed them, and then we went through it. Some of them got it, some of them were like that, because that's what they do, and then some take a little bit longer. So I want to make sure we all get it. We're going to spend, if we have to spend a month doing it, two-digit subtraction, uh, again. So I'm focusing on that. That's what I'm focusing on. I don't care if we have to use our fingers, but we're not. We're using manipulative. So I don't care if... Uh, another question comes up about just say it's a word problem and they want to discuss that word problem the 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 story in the word problem i don't want to we're focusing on this okay i'll explain the story but we're focusing on this and if we have another something in science that does the same talks about the same thing that's the same subject and we're going to focus on it wherever we see two digit subtraction and then because i want the students to learn i'm focusing on their learning and the subject matter that is going to make you a better teacher. If you just do that, you're going to be a better teacher. I mean, I'm not saying you're not doing it, but this is something that we want to do to become better teachers. So either this message is for you or it's not. If it's not for you, maybe it's for somebody you know who's struggling. That's what it is. 
And then another thing you could do is you try something new. Now, my students, last year I had Eureka Math. We got it because we they took us step by step by step to um, get to uh, doing two-digit, well, we borrowing and cap borrowing and um, ver the vertical way, right? But they took us there. They started with the tens and the ones, and they moved us to uh, regrouping with the tens and the ones, and then they showed us how to do it with the vertical. So it took, they, and then we used the number line backwards. We did a lot of things. So we started, my students started with the number line and with the hundreds chart. So we got it, we didn't get it. Some got it, some didn't get it, but I wanted them to get it faster. So, and I wanted them to be able to be tested on it because they get, still got stuck. It doesn't make sense. You know how to do it, but you're still stuck. So we, I got to open up that airways, those, you know, let that blood flow so they can get it and know it. And so. I decided to try something new, which is something new for them, but it's something old that I did. So I went to Eureka Math as opposed to this Envision that we're doing, and I, I'm bringing it both together. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the manipulatives from both sections, and, and we're bringing it together, and we're going to see this is something new for them. And then you know how to know if it, you're, what you're doing is new, if it's working. So you try to stick with it, you know, stick with it for a week, see if, if it's clicking somewhere. So then you look at the student's reaction, see how many students are getting it. And this is a way, too, when you're working on something with your students and it's on grade level. I, I'm at, at elementary, elementary, so I can really go grade level. So if you're working on something grade level, then you see if everybody gets it right generally everybody gets it everybody understands they comprehend it you know they're grasping the uh concepts right so we're getting they're getting it right and then you have two that are not getting it then you can identify those students but if the whole group class uh, overall are not grasping the concepts you can't tell who needs that extra help that means everybody that means we didn't communicate clearly uh what the objective is, we didn't communicate clearly how the process, right? So that means we have to regroup and we have to start all over again. So you can gauge if it's working. But a thing that you have to do, you have to have be able to communicate the idea clearly so that you can, they can see step by step. So what do I do now? What do I do next? I don't care if it's reading. My students can, I don't know if they can write as students. That's what I said we're working on. We, we didn't get to it today, but we're working on, they can, I can write a sentence. Somebody can give me a sentence. I can add adjectives. They can tell me what the subject and the predicate is. Yeah, they're seven and eight. Tell me the subject and predicate. Then they can tell me what the nouns are in that sentence. They can tell me what the verbs are. They know the verb is in that predicate. They know the predicate is uh what the subject did. Right? So they can do that second grade and they know step by step. Okay, let me break it up to the subject and the predicate. Right? Now I know I can find the verb over there in a the, the predicate. Right? They got it. So I don't have to keep on um, doing that. I'm I, going over that. I can go over it as a review and then in order to introduce, like I did, adjectives and adverbs. So then we could go into that. So once they know, what the nouns are, they could tell me what an adjective is because it's des describing a noun. So step by step, make uh, the process clear. Clear. If it's not clear to you, if you can't clearly 
say it, deliver it, the kids, the students are not going to clearly understand it. If you are confused in how you kind of present it, I had I went through some things. I'm not even gonna say I because I, I, I don't know who's watching. <laughs> I was gonna say something I saw today, but it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear to me, so I, I'm like, well, I don't even know what you want them to do, right? How if it's not clear to you, you can't you don't know what you want them to do. And I'm trying to listen. I'm pretty intelligent, and I can say what is it's if it's clear or not. It's not clear to me. Like, well, I thought you want them, but why are you saying, well, you want them to do this, but you're saying this, they don't know, and I just put my, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, because it's not clear, not saying I, that's how I knew when I didn't know what I was doing, because I couldn't say it clearly, I couldn't state the objective clearly, I couldn't state the directions clearly, so you need to be able to be clear, and then another way to be a better teacher is to work in small groups. You have to meet in small groups so you can really get a hold of what each student can do and what they're capable of, if they're capable or not, if they're grasping the ideas, the concepts, you'll get an idea and, 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 it, and it will give you, direct your instruction because you have broken the class down into groups, four or five groups, four students, five students in each group, break it down, the students are getting it. Maybe even in a group, you'll see three students are getting it. Like today, I had a group of readers with me. One student, he wanted to feel like the rest of the students who are reading the words because we did a little play. But he didn't know, he couldn't say the words, read his, his part fast as everybody else. So he tried to hurry up and skip through it. I said, no, we're going to take your time. You're going to sound out the word because he can sound out the words. It takes him a minute. But he could do it. So I that I, helps me identify who are, you know, the readers who do I need to work with and what on what. So I push him to sound out his words and he gets it. And then he goes back and reads it clearly and quickly, fluently. So small groups, get in small groups. I mean, that is something that we think we don't have time for. But once you get in a small group, um, I'm, I'm serious. You, it, it'll work to your benefit. Then you won't be like spinning wheels trying to figure out who's getting what, right? As a whole group, you have students who are not saying anything. Then you're calling on the students who are doing all the talking. And then you got some student over here sitting or they might be working and they're getting it. But they're not saying anything. So it's kind of, you know, we can, um, we can hone in on who needs that extra help, right? And then improve your performance we have to practice we can practice i'm practicing right now <laughs> i'm practicing right now how to teach my students clearly how to get my objective across clearly give the directions clearly straightforward you understand what i'm saying I, I, i'm understanding what i'm seeing so we have to uh not be so nervous they're kids kids they really my minds are seven so i'm lucky they don't really care they laugh look when i laugh they laugh i laugh because i did something wrong they laugh they, it's nothing serious they they don't know that you're embarrassed they don't know that you're feeling inadequate they don't know that you have that in like i don't even belong here i'm just uh faking it no they don't know any of that they don't know that you're learning it when they're learning now we have changed so many curriculums i learned the hundred charts with my students i learned uh, break apart method with my students. I learned so many things like Eureka Mad. 
I was trying to help my granddaughter with homework one time a few years ago. Math, I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. It didn't make sense. Then when we got Eureka Math, I was like, oh, what? Well, that was easy. You know? So I'm learning. They don't know. You think they know? You have your teacher's manual. Follow the teacher's manual. That's what I do. Follow that teacher's manual. Do what it tells you to do. Don't try to make up your own stuff. Oh, I don't like how they teach that. I don't want to this is research-based. Uh, try it. You know, do what they say do. It's going to work. This is research-based. The, the curriculum that you have is research-based. Follow it. That's all I can say about that, because that's what I do. I follow that. The only reason I'm not following it this time, because it didn't work. It didn't work for my students. It worked for some and not all. So that doesn't mean create your own curriculum, because I'm not doing that. I just went back to the old curriculum that I had. Is and, and, and I'm teaching them that because I know it's a little easier for them, right? Um, then how about observe? Ask your principal. I know we don't have substitutes, so I don't know, but we do have extra hands in the classroom who wouldn't mind. Like we have uh, learning loss teachers. I know during their time when they come around and take some students out of my class, if I say I need to sit with another teacher to see what she's doing for this. Uh, can you come in my classroom for that time and take the class and I'll give them something to do. They won't mind because we're working together. We're trying to help with our whole objective is to serve our students. And I'm pretty sure go to your principal. Your principal gave it to them. And then what are they gonna say? No, you know, like we can do that. We, we can observe. Join a group, sit with somebody at lunchtime, get with your peers at lunchtime. Do, we have PLC, uh, learning community, uh, professional learning community, <laughs> great level, great level meeting, right? So we have that. We can get together with our grade level and we can collaborate. That's what we're supposed to do anyway. Uh, that's what we're supposed to do. So that's something to do. I do actually talk to the other teachers, but we don't sit formally. So, right, you sit formally with the other teachers, discuss. What do you do? How is it working for you and your student, your students? You know, is this actually working, right? So, and what is working? What is not working, right? How do you present this material? And then share with your, well, I don't know why we can't share things. This is what I've done. I'm walking upstairs to the cafeteria every morning. I'll have past this first grade teacher. She always has, not always, but a lot of times she has something in her hand. And she's saying, this is what she did. And I'm like, oh, you did? how did you get that? Where did you get that from? I went to the dollar store and I got these little things or whatever. She tell, We just discuss it. I go to her classroom and ask her. I go to other, other teachers. We just collaborate. Well, we share. Not necessarily collaborate. The second grade teachers collaborate. And then don't be afraid to take risks. Like, what's going to happen? If you take a risk to try something new to get your students to learn this way, What's going to happen if you take a risk and do something you've never done before? Nothing. I mean, what? You'll lose a day? You're going to lose a day. You're going The next day is going to come, right? So this is what we could do, right? Also, present better content. I used to, um, last year, I found that our reading program had a lot. It's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to have social studies science built into our reading program, and it does. But you know what? There's some things I didn't do because I didn't have the material. But then I decided to dig into it. I heard, like I said, a first grade teacher. She's talking about stuff that she did. And so 
I'm like, oh, she's doing all these projects. Where's she getting this stuff from? So I look back at the book and back at the unit. There are projects. And I started doing that stuff last year. This year, not so much. My students, they are so low. Like, they were half the class was low. Like, some of the students were low. and Some of them were a little bit. And some of them were up there. So I had a mixture of students who were able, capable to read the material and, and, and make the what we needed. Like we had, towards the end, we had a, a flea market, not a flea market, a farmer's market. It wasn't real food. We, we uh, printed the pictures for them and they made their prices and they had their stand, they made their stand and then we sold. So they were able to give change because we did money, right? And so right now my students aren't ready, but there are other things I need to look into because present better content. Like right now, I'm piloting another program. I'm piloting math and I'm piloting science. Science starting this week. Get my training tomorrow. So I introduced it to them today, right? This is more content. It's about the earth and, and, and rapid changes, fast and slow changes to the earth. That's what we're talking about. We're going to be talking about. So it's exciting to them. Exciting to me because to them because I love science and I love math and they know it. Right. They want to read because I love reading. I, I teach them you need to read to do anything. So um, try those things again to be a better teacher. We want to be better teachers. What should we do to be better teachers? We want to focus on the subject matter. Right. And student learning. That's what we're going to focus on. Right. Try something new. Try something new. If it didn't work, the whole thing you're doing not working, why are you going to keep on doing it? That doesn't even make sense, right? Uh, check when you do something new. Check with your students. Look at their faces. See if they're getting it. Look at their hands. See if they're actually moving the pieces that you tell them to move and they're following along. See if they're making progress, right? If they're getting the right answers. They're coming up with um, logical answers, right? If they're, having criti if they're thinking critically. Because that might be your objective, to teach them how to think criti critically, right? Utilize small groups. There's nothing better than small groups. I mean, we learn in general, the whole class, teach the whole class. But then you get in small groups, they they like to work in their group. And this is, I'm group one, I'm group two. Seth graders now. Seth graders, I don't know. So I'm going to hurry up. And then improve your performance. Observe your peers. Join a group of some kind. I don't care if it's online. There's so many teachers groups online now. TikTok, teachers of TikTok, uh, teachers on Instagram. There's so many groups in Facebook, YouTube. I, I mean, we have so much stuff. Collaborate, share. You share their share. You'll get something from another teacher. They'll You'll give them something. I mean, that is going to help us be better teachers because we have more information, more resources. Right, you might can't find what you need, but you get more resources from collaborating and from sharing. Take risks. I'm taking a risk right here. This is a risk. It was. It's not a risk now, but it was getting on this, uh, get in front of this camera talking. And then it seems so crazy because my whole subject matter seems to be changing. I'm giving biblical strategies for effective teaching. That's what I'm doing. So it didn't change. I was trying to think like this is this is changing. This is going to something different. But no, nah, it's still biblical strategies because we want to try something new. We have Isaiah 43 and 18. We already know that. Uh, let me go back to that. 
Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now I it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You think this desert, your class, your resource, um, uh, what is that word? Your your resources are low and lacking, and they are dried up. But watch God make it uh uh make it rivers flowing through, right? You're you're gonna be seeing ideas, getting information. You're gonna be open up to new opportunities as you clear your mind, renew your mind, right? And you're gonna see uh see more opportunity. This is an opportunity right here. This is this is free. This is <laughs> present better content. This is kind of better content, right? So do that. And, and just remember that that God is with you. You got your oil, take your educators, take your oil with you. Do not go anywhere without your oil. Make sure you have God, you remember, you know, let yourself know. God, I, you got this, I got this. I got this because you're with me, right? You can do it. I can do it. I'm working. I, uh, I, time will tell. And I already did the reading, um, the reading uh, test to see what level my students are reading on. My students moved I have a student I said today, he moved up to level L and that's independent. If he's past that, I don't know. I think he's not. I think he's right there. And that is already second grade. That's second grade. I mean, every student that I had came in preschool, kindergarten. This is January. December, he was reading second grade level. And I pushed my students because I teach them, look, you're responsible for this. You want to read better? You're going to have to work. And so they're working, and students today said, how are you going to read better? You got to uh, read more. Because one student said, you got to read. And he said, no, you got to read more. So he's reading more. And that's why he's his his evidence is showing, you know, he has evidence of it, that he's reading more. So, again, thank you for joining me on Educators with Oil. Take your oil with you. Please do not go anywhere without God. In the spirit of God, I mean, He's gonna direct it. He's directing me. I'm, I'm working. I don't care who knows it, who doesn't know it. All I know is I want to be a better teacher for my students. My students gonna learn, and that's my objective for my students to learn, not necessarily for somebody to notice it, but to notice it so that when I tell you I had a plan, then you say, well, what was that plan? Because these students didn't learn, right? Or they didn't get what they we want them to get. Right, I wish this camera, man. This is a this is a bad this is a bad not a great it's not bad. It's not a great podcaster. I gotta change computers because this is not working. But um I'm not gonna do this one over. But this was I, I'm happy to share this with you. This is something that I'm actually working on and I have been working on since September. I've changed the way I educate. I changed the way I do education. And it, I'm telling you, I'm happy with my results that I have right now. I came in thinking my students are going to learn. I don't care. Then somebody got me upset somewhere along the line saying some stuff about second graders going to third graders when I they give me preschoolers and kindergarten students. And you just can't fight me on that. You want me to work magic? Watch this. Someone works some magic. I'm going to work with some oil. This time, 
Even if I, I probably was, but I wasn't conscious of it. Now I'm working with oil, for real. And so just know that God is with you. And if you need any any insight, any questions, you got any questions, comment on YouTube, Facebook, send me a message. Uh, we can talk. I'm, I, I'll tell you what I'm learning. Tell you what works for me, what is working, what's not working. And if the students are responding, yeah. Um, educatorswithoil at gmail.com. Um, my website, I keep saying my website's going to be up. I have dropped off on that for a minute. I don't know why, but the website will be up. But then you can see me on TikTok. It's all educators with oil. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. And you can go to even this is going to this is also on podcast Apple Amazon Spotify all those your your favorite uh podcast station that's what it's called fame your your favorite podcast uh platform so again this is Ronette Bradham thank you for tuning in to Educators with Oil and remember if you want to be a better teacher. Follow the strategies that I just gave out. And if you have more, let me know. I have some more strategies to be a better teacher. Thank you and have a blessed day.